0: Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose.
1: Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Glenn Ambrose with Ben.
2: Hey, Glenn. Hey, Ben.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And today, what are we going (laughs) to talk about?
2: (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> we should not do that every time.
1: No, not every time, no. but it was perfect this for this time. time. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, what are we talking about today, host?
1: We are talking about something that I heard uh, this weekend from uh, a new friend of mine, Sandy Alemian. And uh, the way she phrased it is uh, when you, some, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but when you look, if you're looking for your path, don't look in front of you. Because in front of you is like newly fallen snow. There is no path. You have to make your own. Uh, The only path that you can see is behind you, uh, where you've been. And, you know, one that struck me when she said it, because I never heard it phrased quite that way. And I, I thought it was a wonderful way of looking at it and phrasing it. And another thing is since then, that was Sunday Today's Tuesday. Um, I've heard it like three more times. I looked at the the calendar at the the gym today, and it had something to that effect. So I was like, you know what? I think this might need to be talked about. So uh, first, you know, there's there's obviously two parts to that: the path in front and the path behind. So first, I'm going to talk about the path in front. Um, the path in front, uh, or lack thereof. I should say is it's it's true, you know our future is up to us. we can make whatever we want of it, and oftentimes we're looking we're trying just so hard to make the right decision, and um, in actuality there's there's really not any right decisions so much as there's right intentions you know if the way the way the universe works is basically if you make a decision. Uh, it's like you take a step forward in that decision. And right from that point, then all the new possibilities that can be possible off of that are in front of you. And then you can take that step. And then, you know, you might step to the left. Well, then you start going to the left. Now all the possibilities are in front of you off of that one. You're constantly creating a new path and every decision we make creates new opportunities off of that. So there is no exact right way. You know, one thing that I've, I've found is that oftentimes people, people work so hard and, and we stress out over making the right decision. And there's, if every time that I've made what turned out to be uh, on a surface level the wrong decision, I've always been able to get right back on track very easily. It's As long as my intentions were right, as long as my intentions were for good and to do good and move forward with my life, I've never really shot myself in the foot by making a wrong decision. It may not have worked out the exact way I wanted it to, but then I look at the new possibilities and there's always another option to head in a direction that I want to. And I don't suffer... Emotional or or very hard negative consequences. As long as my intentions are are pure and I'm heading in the right decision. Now, on the other hand, in my past when I've had negative intentions, then it seems like it doesn't matter how good of a decision I make. I always end up further back than when I started. You know, I that's I always end up shooting myself in the foot then. Yeah, you know, just just because based on my intent, uh my intentions, um, one of the things that I personally believe in is a loving God, a loving presence in this universe that 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 um, wants nothing but the best for us. You know, I believe that when when people say we're made. Or well, when it's said that we're made in the image and likeness of God, that what that means is a portion of that means that we're made not that he looks like me, but that the things that are, that are true to me are true to him. Um, God is a creator. I'm a creator. So I think that that's how I'm in the image and likeness of God. Um, now, if there's this force that I believe that's a loving force— and wants, that, that force would want nothing but the best for me. So if I made some silly decision that wasn't the right one, why would he punish me for, for making that decision? You know, I mean, if, if my son made a poor decision, I would want to open up other possibilities for him to get, be able to get back on track because I love him. And that 's what I would want to do, so a loving God would want to do that for me that 's how it makes sense to me and I'm sure not everybody will agree <laughs> but um
2: well that's a subject that not everybody will agree on no matter what
1: exactly right and I think everybody has the right to their own uh, opinions and it's that's part of the path you know that's that's part of the fact that everybody isn't going to agree with that is proof to me that the the road ahead is unpaved that we do have our own paths you know as we move forward in our own ways that's what proves that there's endless paths and there isn't one perfect one you know um i think that that kind of touches on the the path in front of us and how we can pave it any way we'd like um, the other aspect of that is looking behind us. You know, and looking behind us, it's it's very clear to see the path that we're on. You know, a lot of times, I'll if I'm in the middle of of uh, going through a difficult time, I'll remind myself that if I look back on this three or six months or a year from now, if I look back on this time, if if I handle myself well, I'm going to be very proud of what I see when I look back on it. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when we're making positive changes in our life, it's new. It's new to us, so it feels uncomfortable, and we're unsure, so we're, we're you know, it feels weird, and and um, we don't know if we're doing the right thing, so that but that's how it's supposed to feel when you're doing something new it's not supposed to feel comfortable it's supposed to feel a little awkward a little different you know so if i'm sitting here and um let's say let's say that usually in a situation my my button gets pushed you know something would would really irritate me and i'm trying to work through that and not let it irritate me anymore well if i sit there and i'm feeling a little irritated But I don't act on it, and I just hold back, and I go, okay, this is awkward. I kind of need to find a a healthier way to view this, And, and I stumble through, and eventually I get through the situation. As I'm going through that, it feels painful, and it feels awkward, and I don't know what I'm doing. But a year down the road, when I look back on my path, I look back on that, and I go, wow, what a learning time that was. What a... Look at the growth I acquired while I was going through that time. Yeah. You know? So I think looking back was, is, is one of the best tools that we have. You know, looking back, not only can you look back and see the growth that, that you go through and that you acquired, but you can also look to see how to handle things in the future. You know the a lot of times when we're in the middle of things, it's so traumatic and so troubling, and, and we have to remember to look at the big picture and know that we're going to get through it. You know, there is another side, and there's no better tool to do that than to look back on the past and realize that there were times in your life where you were sitting in spots that you thought you were never going to get out of, and but yet you did. You know, life did go on, you did get through it, and somehow things got better, even when you didn't expect them to. So what do you think about that, Ben?
2: (laughs) I I was just thinking about how uh, fantastically all of the subjects build on each other.
1: Yeah.
2: That we talk about, like, you know, finding happiness to start, and then... How to solve any problem because you're going to have problems and, you know, and then dealing with guilt and then, you know, how to pause before you make a reaction and then how to, you know, look back before you can go forward and know that you can go forward in a different way. Like, uh, I I just think that looking back on all of those things and, and all of the things that we've talked about in the previous five episodes of, you know, looking back at how was I not happy, looking back at how did I deal with guilt, looking back at how did I not solve those problems, looking back at, you know, how did I, uh, you know, reacting too soon and stuff like that, and knowing that you have the power to change those things mm. and that you have the ability to make that new path in front of you to forge your own path in that way and to know that, like you told me earlier, that it's like, that in front of you is like fresh fall and snow. Right. You know? And, uh, yeah, it is. It so is. I think that that's a, that's a great. I think that looking back, you know, um, looking back on everything is, is, is a fantastic way to prepare yourself for what you're about to do.
1: Yeah. And that is interesting because I, I don't know that I've had the, the time to look back on all the previous episodes, yeah, you know, yeah. But it is. I mean, that's that's a short span to look back on. But I mean, when you start looking at things, you know, a year, two years, it's it's amazing, and they well, do no, build off of, e- off of each other.
2: No, what I'm saying is is that the subjects. When you look back at your life for the last, you know, I'm 26, so. Probably 15 years looking back at, at life of making you know older, more mature decisions, um, you you can look at all of those things and you can judge things like how are you happy? how are you? what did you do? what were the mistakes? and it's 2020 and you know you you see it clearly now and yeah. you know how to act in the, in the future and of course you're always going to stumble and you're always going to fall and then those will be great things to look back on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that, that sometimes we think stumbling and falling when we're, when we're focused on uh, the problem and, and being in the problem, it, it's, it hurts, you know? Oh, no, no. It, it, but then when we look back on it, it's like, oh, well, you know, so I I fell. Of course I fell, you know? Right. <laughs> but when we're in it, it it's, it seems all consuming that like, oh, it's, this isn't supposed to be happening it's like, well, no, it kind of is supposed to be happening. It's part of the growth process. And if I look back in my life, I can see that, you know, and learn from it, hopefully. So, well, today we have a special guest. Dave DeAngelis, one of our producers, is going to join us. And, um, and welcome to the show, Dave.
0: Hi, everybody. How are, how are you guys? Hi, buddy.
1: Hey. We're awesome.
0: That's good because I I'm not. No. Just kidding. <laughs> I've stumbled. We're listening, I have Dave. recently <laughs> stumbled and fallen. <laughs> no.
1: How so, Dave? Oh, oh it sounds like such a therapy show, doesn't it, when we do this? It does. How so, Dave?
2: Tell Tell me, how does that make you feel? How it? <laughs> Come on, guys. If this is a yeah. therapy show, I should uh, not be on this side gotta... of the. I should not be on this side of the room. Yeah, I, I don't think couch. I should be either. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What would you like to talk about? Me? Yeah. Oh, you're our special guest, so we have to be courteous <laughs> and leave it open to you.
0: Well, um, as you were, for what you were talking about. Um, that's something that I definitely have a huge issue with. Um, I get overwhelmed with the future, mm. uh, like many people, I'm sure. But you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm one of those people that I want something to get done, so I think of all the million different reasons of why that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. And I am someone who definitely, I can admit, that when I do stumble and fall, it's very hard for me to get back up. And I am always looking back at all the hard times and going and fretting over them, and I can't get past that. So, as you were saying, like it's it's a struggle for me to move past that stuff and to try to move forward. Yeah, because I get I'm one of those people who's definitely weighed down by those
1: um, well. Do bad you times. Th- do you think like let's just take a. Uh, a bad time and you know we we don't need to know the specifics of it but can you think of a bad time that you made a the reason it was difficult was because you made a bad decision um bad decision uh i mean just like something you would have handled differently i mean it's it's um
0: Uh, I'm gonna say the most common one recently because I am training with you, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about the food. Yeah, just cause it's one of those things that's been on my mind. Sure, uh, it's one of those things where I can't get past the fact that, uh, oh my god, I have to actually control what I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's one of those things we've a- we've actually talked about this recently. The whole the starting your day over, right, and I feel like that kind of ties in of like when you can't, when you feel like you can't do it, you're like I can't f-ing start the day over. I'll beep <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Family friendly show. Dude. I forgot what show.
0: <laughs> I will beep that. Yeah. I will. Um, right. uh, leave it to me to do the first one. <laughs> uh, I can't do it because it's so hard. Right. I can't start over. I can't make sure that I eat a breakfast every day. Yeah. And so I just don't do it. Right. And I let it go. And I feel like I leave myself fallen on that path. I stumble and I don't get up. I mean, it goes back to when I was a kid. I mean, I I literally fell down the first time when I rode a bike and I've never gotten on since.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's well you and then you wonder why it- carries on you know it's it's true the i mean we do have choices and and sometimes they're difficult and especially when you know that the childhood bike thing is like very strong because it's a childhood belief system and that's where a lot of our belief systems are made so it's so that's such a beautiful go-to for you it's just a wonderful, you know, yeah. because you can be like, "Oh no, see, this is how I am," yeah. and you know, then you don't have to take responsibility for it.
0: That's me, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, seriously, it's like, well, that's how I am, so right. I just have to deal with it.
2: That's how he tries to end, like a hundred percent of oh, the dude, arguments. that's the
1: best that way we, to end an that argument. We have, yeah, it's it's that all throw your hands up and and say it's all screwed anyway. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, you know, honestly, in what I like to think of as my previous life before I started living the way that I live now is I was very much like that. When you said overwhelm, I mean, even to this day, that word just brightens me up. It it like grabs my attention. That's what I mean by that. Because it was such a strong part of my existence is feeling overwhelmed and shutting down and not moving through. And I remember when I was going through my changing that, it was, it was very. It's a big pill to swallow to realize that the misery you make in your own life is your own responsibility. That's like I, I don't want to admit that.
0: No way, that's no. not my fault. No, you can no, I'm you telling know. you, Glenn, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault, right? No, no, definitely. It's the opposite
2: of goodwill hunting. No, but definitely, it's, but, 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 no, but it's definitely. not my fault. It's <laughs> not my
0: fault. It's not my fault. It's
1: not my fault. No, but that's
0: well, that's definitely something that is so easy to cop... It's like a cop-out, in my opinion. It, it is. Assume.
1: it It is, but there's... If you can... To me, it makes it easier... A lot of times, we, we are very intellectual, and, and it's difficult to jump off a cliff when you don't know what's on the other side. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. It, you know, you feel... It, it's like you need to jump into unknown territory because you've always been a, we- a certain way for so long. But... As I started comprehending that I was responsible for my own unhappiness, it was also clicking at the same time that I didn't screw up my life because I wanted to screw it up. I screwed it up because I didn't know any better. And now, with the clarity that I'm getting, the, 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 along with the heaviness that it feels like when you're taking responsibility and going, oh my God, everything is my fault, along with that comes the realization that goes, oh my God, everything's my responsibility. This is awesome. (laughs) Like I I get to do whatever I want. I I can be whoever I want. I can make whatever decisions I choose. I don't have to be stuck in what I was before when I was playing the victim. When you're a victim of life, when life is happening to you and you don't have any control over it and you can't change it and you can't stop it, that's, it, it's just, that's very, it, it's very heavy and it's very yeah. hard to get out of. But when you start thinking of it like, well, you know, okay, I'm not a victim of life. I actually have the right and the ability to choose differently. That's very empowering, you know? And, and if we allow ourselves to go there, it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: uh, another thing, uh, I mean, another thing that I just thought of is that a lot of things that me and Ben try to do is, you know, we're working for ourselves. So I feel like there's, that's that's a very easy way to prevent stuff from happening. <laughs> yes. Is when you have a list of tasks to perform, and I don't do it because. And when I ask myself why, it, I come down with, well, because it's just going to go wrong anyway, so <laughs> yeah. it's not going to work out. So it's the same kind of thing. And I, it, prevents, it literally prevents me from doing the work that I should be doing
1: that could possibly bring me success. And that's, and that's what it is. It's that possibly brings me success. You, like, already where you're standing, you know that it can possibly bring you success. Oh, yeah. So, what, at some point, you need to take the chance. Yeah.
0: That's the scary part, though.
1: Right. That's the scary part yeah. because what if I fail? Well, exactly. Well, you know, what's nice is you'll just end up right back where you are. Will you, or will you feel
0: worse? Well, how do you
1: feel now? Uh, that's, that's <laughs> you know? a good point <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you should host your own show i i'm <laughs> gonna look into that yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what it is it's it's you know we it's that mental block that that we think oh oh no you know uh, it, it's gonna be horrible well what are you risking yeah. you know we'll we'll gladly refund the same misery that you have now <laughs> if if you, <laughs> you know, if if, if it doesn't fail <laughs> yeah you know? but it's there there is a huge fear of success um, in in the a course of miracles it says that that we are more uh, more afraid of success than we are of failure and it's that this becoming something wonderful and and all that we can be is like daunting It's like holy crap I don't know if I can handle all that pressure you know mm-hmm. but we have to like I was saying a few minutes ago it, it comes down to taking the risk. I mean, not not everybody actually lives their life. There's some saying like that. I can't think of it. Damn, it's a really good one too. It, it goes right in with this. But it's something about not everybody. <laughs> not everybody lives their life. Um, everybody does something else with it, though. That's that's the quote I'm trying to think of. Oh, but. Well, no, no, that's not exactly. It's 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 something around that. But (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that wasn't a fantastic (laughs) word. I don't know why he loves it so much. It's kind of a crappy quote. They do something else (laughs) with
2: it, though. (laughs) (laughs) bros ladies and gentlemen. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not everybody lives their life, but it's called life lessons and laughter. (laughs) Life
2: lessons and laughter.
1: Exactly, laughter. We have we plenty to, of
2: it. We get to laugh at it, to but, ourselves.
1: You know, at some point, you have to risk living your life. Otherwise, we, who was it? Uh, I believe it was the f- uh, founder of Amazon, maybe, that said when he made a decision to leave his, I believe it was a law career, successful law career, making some good money, and go out and start Amazon, that he needed to make a decision whether he was going to take the leap or not and the way he made that decision is he he thought when he's when he's 80 years old and he's looking back on his life would he regret not taking the leap and trying to start an internet business at that time and when he looked back on it he said yes i would regret not at least trying to to start that However, if I looked back and I said, if I stayed at my law career, would, would I regret – if, if I made the jump to start Amazon, I'm sorry. If I made the jump to start Amazon and it failed,
0: would I regret? Would I
1: regret? And he, he was like, no. When I'm 80, I'm not going to look back and regret taking a stab <laughs> at something that I thought would be great and failing. But I would regret not taking a chance at all. You know and I think that, that that's a wonderful way to make decisions you know it is. it's that's and we're talking about it about the uh, looking back and using it uh, using our past to to make decisions. It's all about not having regrets you know if we're if look at the big picture, if you're thinking making your decisions when you're eighty years old and I look back on my life. Would I regret not doing this, or would I regret doing this? That's the perspective we need. And where we get off is when we, we stay in the microcosm of the, of the current moment and go, "Oh, it's too daunting. It's too hard. It's too..." Blah, blah, blah. and we stay all caught up in that. We never do anything, you know. So take a step. One of the best tools I've ever learned, and I'm going to do a whole show on this. I think, is just taking a step back away from whatever's going on at the moment. And looking at it in the big picture, you know, and that's what we're talking about here. Look at the big picture, and when you weigh out the options, you're going to see very clearly that it's way worth the risk.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Something that that just made me thought of, think of was uh. B- before you right now, uh, Glenn, you have two people that look at that. Uh, fresh fallen snow in front of them in two very different ways Um, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong but Dave looks out at the path yet to be taken and envisions uh, a very messy path full of places where you fall again Uh That looks a lot like the one behind him, maybe even worse. Yeah. And that prevents him from taking that first step forward. Mm -hmm. I look at that pat, look at that uh, area of that blanket of fresh fallen snow and with seemingly rose-colored glasses, see two footprints walking seamlessly Perfectly into the future Everything's gonna be great Everything's gonna be fine Mm. And I feel like The fear is And the thing that stops you From moving forward For me And maybe people like me Is that If I move forward I'm going to mess up That perfectly (laughs) fallen snow (laughs) Yeah, Yeah So Whereas His is like Oh it's It's just gonna be More of the same crap More of the same Bad path Right I don't want to move forward. Mine is right now. It's perfect, and in my mind, it's perfect, and it's going to go perfect. And if I step on it, I ruined it.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people have that. It's we spend a lot of energy. It's the same mentality of getting our ducks in a row. It's like you know, like balancing everything and getting things all set, and we think that that's a realistic way to live. You know, like okay, well you know i've I'm in a good relationship and and uh, my career's going well and I have two point three kids which is really hard but I guess it's the <laughs> average uh, and, <laughs> and, a, and a house and a white picket fence and two cars. hey
0: man, hey man I was a point three
1: kid <laughs> so you're the one <laughs> I'm the point three but but people people you know, have that idea that life is supposed to be like that and it's supposed to just stay. And one thing that I've learned is if you ever do get all your ducks in a row, one thing you can be completely positive on is somebody's going to kick one over. <laughs> you know? It's just not going to stay that way. It's a law of impermanence. Everything changes in this life, nothing stays the same. You know, the car outside is slowly decaying and falling apart. Someday it's going to be a pile of dust. You know, even that looks permanent, but it's not. Everything is constantly changing. So trying to keep things just perfect just so, we spend so much energy trying to do that. It's just impossible. It's never going to happen. So the, the answer to both of you is actually that you both have to risk it and take the step. To get you there is two different things yeah. you know now, Ben, you might have to realize that you can 't get everything all nice and neat and just keep it there that 's just not that 's not living life. You would have to completely cut yourself off from society, lock yourself into a room you know never thought about it, <laughs> I bet you have. But it's, you know, that's not taking part in life. And even if you were lucky enough, which is impossible, by the way, but if you were lucky enough to create this existence that you think is perfect and then you live like that until you were 80, you would look back on it and going, oh, my God, I didn't live at all. How mundane and boring that was. I didn't do anything. I just kind of sat there and hovered for 60 years, you know. So it goes back to looking back when at the big picture and that can motivate you to take the risk. And then, you know, with Dave, it's the, the more negative approach. It's just a matter of what are you risking, you know? Really, what are you risking? So it's the – I believe in – because I've come from a very dark place. I've come from that, so I understand that it takes courage to come out of it. I understand that some pinhead coming up whistling Dixie, telling you to get off your ass and do something, is just you just want to slap them. So I I get that aspect. So to to do that, there has to be some sort of logical reason why you should. And part of the reason is one, you're really not risking anything because life's really no fun living this way anyway. You know, and the other part is make a game out of it. Just pick a period of time, you know, depending on what you're trying to 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 shift in your life, it could be 3 months, it could be 6 months, whatever. Pick a period of time and say, "You know what? I'm just going to try it the other way for this period of time." Then if nothing changes, I'll go back to living my old way. And then you just got to go give it 110% living the other way and just give it an honest try. And if you do, what you're going to find is that you are actually your own creator. You are actually in control of your own ship you actually can dictate your own life. You can actually live whatever life you want. And then as you start realizing that and seeing it come into fruition in your life, it's going to be exciting and you're going to want to do more and you're going to want to do more. But just make a game of it, you know? Set set a time frame up that you can live with. Try it. You know, be accountable to somebody. Make sure you're really giving in the... the, the the old college try, so to speak, you yes. know, really trying. And then see what happens. And I guarantee you, I guarantee that you're going to see things start shifting for the better. Thank you, Glenn. So there, I said it. It must be true. must be. Maybe I'll put it on the internet. Yeah. Because everything on the internet's true, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Everything I find on the internet is true. And everything I say. So
1: I'm really... Surrounded by a lot of truth (laughs) (laughs) Wow
2: Well we didn't have uh, Because of our guest Uh, Thank you Dave We didn't um Whatever we didn't have time for uh we yes. do we, <laughs> thank you Dave. We didn't have uh time for any uh other questions today but can you uh before we go can you tell people where they can send questions for future sure, episodes? Sure.
1: Sure. Send questions uh and also comments um any you know I'd like this stuff to spark a little bit of conversation too. You know, go on the Facebook page and and put your opinions out there. You know, you're not going to offend me. Or if you do, I'll just delete it. (laughs) No, but I mean, really, you know, the the whole point of this type of talk is keeping it in the forefront of your mind and little Facebook conversations or conversations with your friends can help make that happen. But um, yeah, just send any questions, comments. Uh, You can do it on the Facebook page, uh, Life Enhancement Services, or on my website, life enhancement services on um, well, my personal website page. And I think that's, that's about it. We're going to uh, wrap it up. And thanks for joining us and look forward to next time.
0: This podcast is presented by New Shore Productions. Executive Producers Glenn Ambrose, Benjamin Barber, and David DeAngelis.